When a long-time couple with diverging careers, she's a writer on the men after a pet project falls apart, he's a retired investor, find themselves locked down over the course of the pandemic, she turns to podcasting in the story of a couple of fictional assassins who must overcome the will to kill in order to be together. As the series she's writing progresses, her fictional characters begin to assume new dimensions and elements of her marriage in real life and even stranger than fiction. Can we spice up our longtime love lives with role-playing of the most dangerous and sometimes treacherous kind? When I was a girl, I was afraid of a man who would get into my bedroom, no matter how tightly locked it was and steal me away from my parents. And every night I would tell my parents to shut the door tight. This man, he could slide under doors, he could flatten himself like a mouse and squeeze under the smallest crack. My mother asked me, what are you really afraid of? My father asked me what the man looked like. I told my father he was wearing a dark cloak and I could never really see his face. My father said the next time he slides under the door, shine a light on his face. If he knows you've seen what he looks like, he won't bother you anymore. When I was a teenager, I was afraid that my parents would get divorced and that I'd never see my father again. That fear came true. When I was 20, I became afraid of not making it to 25. On my 26th birthday, I decided to marry a man I barely knew and moved to San Francisco. Shortly after our wedding at City Hall, I threw my ring out the window of a moving car. We fought and fought. I wished I had never been so stupid as to marry a complete stranger. My mother said, <laughs> you know, darling, you don't have to marry everyone who asks you. I was 36 and on my second marriage when my mother was diagnosed with stage four ovarian cancer and I came face to face with what fear looked like. No cloak. Bald faced, just fucking fear. Before my mother died at 63, she told me she was afraid and I held her hands and cried and told her, there's nothing to be afraid of anymore. And when she was gone, I left my second marriage without a backward glance. And on my 39th birthday, I met you. <sighs> you almost didn't, remember? Ah, so you are awake. I am. Um, and I remember, I was early for our first date, and you got cold feet. You texted me to come back later. And you've refused. It's rude. Rude? As opposed to canceling a date last minute by text. That's a fair point. <laughs> <laughs> I got the distinct impression that if I had done what you said, I'd never see you again. Eh, you weren't wrong. You were the kind who would have done a runner, as they say in British films. I'm the one who told you that expression. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Our first date. <laughs> you said you wanted someone who would never lie about the important things and never leave without a very good reason. Then you told me a joke about the five rules of lasting love. One, find someone who has a job and it's their passion. Mm -hmm. Two, find someone who will always do the dishes before bed. 
Three, find someone who will laugh at your jokes. Four, find someone who wants to have sex with you. And drum roll. <laughs> Five, make sure these four people never meet. <laughs> <laughs> I asked you where you saw yourself 10 years from now. And you said you couldn't imagine what 10 years with someone looked like. And I'm thinking, is she serious right now? Because I can't mess around anymore. And here we are 10,000 years later, as I like to say. <laughs> <laughs> are you going to stay up? I just want to write down one thing before I forget. The birds are up, babe. It's almost five. Just the title. Uh, what is it? Fear, a love story. Killer asteroids are hiding in plain sight. That can't be a real headline. I mean, what are we supposed to do about that? Oh, don't we have enough problems? Honey. Yes? What time is it? What, what are you typing? It's seven. Nothing. You were typing out loud. Sorry. Okay. I, I need ten more minutes. Don't fall back asleep. Ten minutes. Where do you want to walk the dogs? You said you'd walk them. I have to write, remember? Okay, so, you're a young post-pandemic couple. You got together because you were afraid the world as we know it was about to end. And you wanted someone to see your maskless face once in a while. Like, hey, I know you. <laughs> you didn't want to be alone. You moved in together. Adopted a puppy. And now the world isn't ending. It's definitely gotten worse. But it plans to stay that way, and... <sighs> oh, what a yawn. Uh... Wait, uh... Killer asteroids on a collision course. <laughs> Two killers thrust together. I did the pin! Uh... What about the rest? You said no, and I, I can't hear you. No, no, no. I said the dishwasher's dirty. What? The dirty, the dishwasher. I know. Then what's she talking about? I did the dishes, all of them. Great, thank you. I appreciate you. What? Uh. Okay, uh, this is a story about fear. And love. Or maybe it's about love and fear. Or fear of love. <laughs> or loving fear. Okay, so far we've got Chandler. Um, uh, last name Allen. Allen. Chandler Allen. Hmm. We're in his high-rise apartment snooping around a little. Great views, uh, expensive rugs. What does he do? It's a mystery. <laughs> He's handsome, craggy, 40. He's been places and done things and has no mortgage. Maybe he's drunk. Uh, my reputation grows with every failure. George Bernard Shaw. Vodka? Uh, I need to hydrate.
You know, I'm glad you're doing this, honey. That's why I'm trying to help out around the house more. What? The podcast idea. It sounds perfect for you. Does it? Uh, well, uh, yeah, thanks, honey. <clears throat> Strain prune juice and quinoa. I made it for you. From scratch. Oh, wow. Thanks. Listen, I have to get back to this. You know, it's figuring out what the podcast is about. Uh, oh, sure, sure. Okay. Um, I'm going to um, read. My goal is to read four books this month. That's so great. Yep. Okay, uh... Note, Chandler's a big reader. Why is he single? He's unavailable. <laughs> Who isn't? No, no, he's legitimately unavailable. He never sleeps. He travels all the time. His bookshelves are full of pretentious titles used to lure a certain kind of woman. That woman's name is Lena. We don't know her last name. Maybe Chandler and Lena were on their first date. She's young, spirited. She just left a difficult relationship. She wakes up in Chandler's apartment. The city is blanketed in snow and it's on complete lockdown. Ah! What have you done to me? Who are you? What have I done to you? I'm not, I'm not sure what you mean. There's writing all over my... You said you liked it. We did introduce ourselves, as I recall. It's... Lena, Rinaldi, right? Is that my ID? Give me that. You're right. I was cheating, looking at your ID. But come on, what's with all the screaming, Lena? I'm Chandler, by the way. Last night, which was one time only, by the way, last night, you wrote on me without my consent. Chandler. Chandler, Alan. I distinctly remember a yes in there somewhere. tape speaks for itself. Did you even bother to read it? Read what? What I wrote on you. Okay, first of all, taping our one night only is full-on creep move. We'll circle back to that. Second, people don't write on people they barely know. I'm sorry if you were frightened. You know, that's like when racists say they're sorry you're offended. It was just innocent doodling. Look, it's just marker. It'll come right off in the shower. I'm not showering here. Where are my clothes? What's your hurry? Stay back. The city's on lockdown anyway. Back! I can think of worse ways to spend a snowy day in. Lena tasers Chandler. Oh, fuck! What'd you do that for? Where did the taser even come from? You're, you're only wearing a sheet. Oh, damn it, he's right. Time for a break. Are you taking a break? Uh, I need some brain food. Hey, let's jog down to Hem Kitchen. You mean Homespun? Uh, I, I like my name for it better. <laughs> um, can we not? It's, I just can't listen to things when I'm still writing in my head. Oh, got it. Uh, let's get your great brain that food it requires. 
I had a favorite book in grade school called The Great Brain. By John D. Fitzgerald? Probably. About two brothers who are best friends, but one is a con artist. Yes. Great books. Yeah, I think he wrote under a pseudonym. We were reading the same books, isn't that wild? You were a little girl somewhere in Bath, and I was a little boy in Six with Mass, and we had no idea about each other, but we were reading the same book. I think that's a sign. Hmm. By the way, you know I called the vet? Your call's important to us. Please hold. I'm on hold for like 10 minutes, and finally... Thank you for holding. How can I assist you with your pennies today? I'm like, I want to make an appointment for our youngest to get his shot. You should have told me you were taking Larson in. What shot is that, sir? I think it's Lipro something. They won't let you in the dog park without proof. And what's your baby's name? So she asked me what's my baby's name. Not even fur baby, just baby. <laughs> That's so tweet. Now I'm worried about college for the baby and feeling like maybe we should get married so the baby isn't a bastard. That was a joke. <laughs> I know. We're here. Do you have your mask? Great. It's empty. Welcome to Homespun. I'll be right back with menus. Honey, don't put your mask on the table. Okay. Look, I'm sorry I was a bit salty. I know you were just joking about marriage. Or maybe not. Would you like some water, sparkling, or tap? Neither. Tap's fine. Fine. Tap, then. I'll be right back to tell you the specials. We've talked about this. Mm, not really. Because you're always on a deadline of starting a new project. I'm staying motivated. What should I do? Quit? I don't have your passive income. If we were married, you'll have everything I have. Here we are. I'll leave the jug so you can just, you know, help yourself. Give us another minute. Sure thing. Hmm. Ice. Ice is very unsanitary. Hmm. Is it? Yes, actually. Any bacteria you're likely to encounter in a glass of ice water is from the ice cubes, which have been who knows where. Hmm. I wonder if that's true where the ice grows naturally. Interesting. It's fine, just... I know you did that because you care. Chandler and Lenya are interrupted by a loud knocking. Who's that? Did you just change the spelling of your name? Open up in there. I know she's in there. Sounds like it's for you. Don't just stand there. He's going to break the door down. I think I'll need more information. Wendell, we used to date. Recently? No. Leave it to me. Well, well. Look at you. And you are. Her boyfriend, asshole. Ex-boyfriend. Whatever. She said we were taking a break. To think about things. I hope while you were fucking him, you were thinking about me. Screw you! Hey, keep it to a low roar. Son of a bitch, I'll annihilate you. I'll paint this goddamn place with your innards. Colorful. How about I do this instead? Uh. Oh. Oh. Is he dead? No, he's stunned. I'm really sorry. If I'd known this would have caused so much trouble, I... That's like a turtle getting mugged by two snails and saying, it all happened so fast. Touché. Uh. <sighs> Lena. Lena. Yes, Wendell? Is it really over? The taser part? Or the breakup part? 
I've spent my whole life waiting for someone like you, Lena. What's he got that's so special? Is that really a fair question? Go home, Wendell. Uh, let me catch my breath, will you? Nice place you got there, from what I could see of it, from the floor. I get knocked down, but I get up again. I can see what you liked about him. I loved him. <sighs> Cheers to a good day on the podcast. Mm. I made these stuffed olives with just a hint of pimento. Mm. Delicious. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't expect to like Wendell as much as I do. I think I'm going to write their backstory. Whose? Wendell and Lena's. Right. She doesn't have an accent anymore? Why do you and Chandler... Why does anyone care how it's spelled? I'm just, you know, trying things out. Is she Russian, Spanish, accent, no accent? Oopsie. Wow. You tell me not to fart and then you fart like there's no tomorrow? We're outside, though. Oh, is that a new rule? Your rules are like Play-Doh. It's my new word of the day. What is? That alert. Mmm. Round heel. A pushover. First known use of the word was in 1926. Also referring to a woman who has many casual sexual encounters. It's a British term. My lady round heel, much to our dismay, hath farted unabashedly. (laughs) 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 Oh, God, I'm really sorry. (laughs) I'm stuffed. You're cooking. It's getting dangerous. Should I wear my belly over or under my pants? It's called a pandemic punch. Your body is protecting itself from future plague and starvation. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Love you. You know that. I love you. Interior, Lena's one-bedroom apartment. There is a large locked suitcase on the floor beside the futon bed where she's been making love to Wendell. This is the before times. <laughs> baby, baby, baby. Don't sing. When there are no words left to tell you that I love you, I have to sing. Please, don't sing. Are you afraid I'll wake the neighbors? Oh, honestly, I just can't fucking stand your singing. Oh, have we hit that rough patch? Seriously. Lanya. Yes, Wendell. Are you into something I should know about? Like what? I don't know what you're talking about. Can you hand me the water? <sighs> you know, and water just tastes incredible. Yeah, after amazing sex. <laughs> <laughs> fool. <laughs> I'm your fool. You want a tickle? No. <laughs> no! <laughs> Put it out! Will you? Are you 12? 11 on a good day. You can't change me, Lenya. You know, you can tell me anything. I never judge you. My parents were like all in activists and shit. I mean, I know how to... Tickle people into confessing? That suitcase is filled with guns, isn't it? 
You're an arms dealer. That's why you sleep till noon and have all those international burner phones. You've got some imagination. I am in love with you. Stop saying that. And I can keep a secret. Try me. Okay, hypothetical for you. If you weren't an arms dealer, would you consider spending the rest of your life with me? What? It's nothing like that. I'm no arms dealer. If something happens to you, Lenya. What are you even talking about, Wendell? Nothing's gonna happen. I'm not going anywhere. Then what's the big-ass suitcase for? I can't tell you that. But it's not guns. I hate guns. Does it belong to the bad guys? Or are you the bad guy? <laughs> There's no bad guys, Wendell. This is just life. I've got secrets too, you know. <laughs> really? You would not believe. You can try me. <laughs> My first cousin's a spook. And we're still tight. He doesn't know I know. But there was one time... I'm going to bed. You coming? Be right there. So, no. No, I mean it. I'll be right there. When does a podcast air? I feel like I've been waiting a lifetime. Hun. <laughs> I have to tell you something. Okay, what? I've been recording this. This? <laughs> what, what? What do you mean? The podcast. This is it. Yeah. Uh, well, you're recording this? This stuff. Our stuff. Oh, Jesus crackers.